This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Some Crowd Street investors are expressing disbelief and rage after learning that millions of dollars of their investment funds have gone missing. Investors pumped more than $60 million into two deals sponsored by Nightingale Properties on that platform. And poof, the money has mysteriously disappeared. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. As reported by BizNow, Nightingale did a great job pitching the deals to CrowdStreet investors. One was Nightingale's purchase of the Atlanta Financial Center for $182 million, which represented a $78 million loss for the seller and instant equity for the buyers. The Real Deals reports that more than 650 investors clamored into that deal, bringing in $54 million. The other deal was the renovation of a Miami Beach office building that Nightingale already owned. It raised $9 million for that project. Nightingale told investors that it has a stellar track record with more than 30 big deals that never lost money. And it enticed investors with what it described as a rare opportunity to invest in trophy-style real estate. University marketing professor Ji-Yong Yang invested $50,000 into Atlanta and told BizNow that they did a wonderful job marketing. Investor Mike Huber says the news about the missing funds is mind-boggling. He has $150,000 in the project and is now wondering, like other investors, how this could have happened. Their worries began last August thanks to a Wall Street Journal article. The journal reported that Nightingale had failed to tell investors about two previous deals that lost money, which would have tarnished the sterling reputation that Nightingale was selling. Potential investor Ian Ippolito told BizNow that he was initially interested and was partially sold on the pitch that Nightingale had never lost money. But then Ippolito, who writes a blog called The Real Estate Crowdfunding Review, decided to investigate further and found that Nightingale's track record was not so sterling, that it had lost money in those two deals. He thought to himself, there's something shady going on here. I'm not going to go near this. Although CrowdStreet is just a platform, there are questions about where it went wrong in vetting Nightingale, and why it didn't do more to safeguard investor funds which it collected. If you're not familiar with CrowdStreet, it attracts all kinds of independent real estate investors from all walks of life. It was founded in 2014 but really took off during the pandemic, raising $1.2 billion from retail investors in 2021 alone. CrowdStreet's CEO, Tori Steen, told BizNow that he is shocked and angered by the Nightingale fiasco. He says this is not a crowdfunding issue. This was simple, illegal behavior by a real estate developer. There were investors outside of the CrowdStreet platform that were involved. Whether it's online or offline, fraud exists in this industry. Although Steen doesn't believe that the platform exposed investors to a higher risk of fraud, investors want to know why CrowdStreet handed the funds over to Nightingale instead of putting them into escrow. One investor told BizNow, it's surprising that CrowdStreet was not taking a more guardian role when the Wall Street Journal article came out. The article did prompt some investors to ask for refunds, especially as the deals experienced more delays in closing. And some did get refunds, along with plenty of positive-sounding communication from Nightingale, including Christmas cards. One investor on the West Coast says, They gave us the option to withdraw our funds, and that gave me comfort. They do all those things to make you feel that they're super legit, and I was entirely blindsided. 
Nightingale ended up processing about $9 million in refunds, but BizNow reports that the refund process wasn't consistent. CrowdStreet became concerned at that point and requested bank statements and operating agreements for the two deals. Instead of producing those documents, Nightingale started communicating with CrowdStreet through an attorney, and CrowdStreet recommended that shareholders take on an independent manager for these two deals. With a background in forensic accounting, former Cousins Properties executive Anna Phillips was chosen for that position. She told investors that it's not clear what Nightingale did with the funds, but she did immediately see some irregularities, such as the transfer of $12 million into an account owned by Nightingale's CEO, Eli Schwartz, instead of an account managed by the company. But even that policy is being questioned because investors thought that because the deals hadn't closed, the money would have gone into escrow. CEO Steen said in a statement that establishing an escrow process was one of many components of our transition to the broker model and something that we've been working on for many months. CrowdStreet has since incorporated an escrow process into its funding deals. As to questions about the vetting of Nightingale, BizNow reports that CrowdStreet had done a background check and received more than a half a dozen references from well-known institutions like Citibank. These problems could be attributed to growing pains for CrowdStreet, but it is also a failure in due diligence by investors. According to investor Ipolito, some crowdfunding deals are accidents waiting to happen, which you could probably say about any kind of investment, and that investors need to do more of their own research on sponsors. He says you wouldn't go buy a car and trust everything the salesperson is going to tell you. Investor Chris Honchik of Idaho told BizNow, I'm a little bit angry at CrowdStreet at not having vetted this a little bit better. I don't think I should be the person vetting Nightingale. But in the end, it does all come down to me. It's kind of my fault. At this point, almost all of the money is still missing, and both Nightingale and CEO Schwartz have been accused of misappropriating funds. Phillips is hoping to track it down. She put both deals into Chapter 11 bankruptcy because the reorganization process will help her find out what happened. In the meantime, investors are taking it on the nose, not knowing if or when they'll get a refund, and CrowdStreet will continue to do damage control. CEO Steen said in an interview with BizNow, quote, I really don't believe it has anything to do with the fact that it's a crowdfunding platform. It has to do with the type of individual that chose to blatantly disregard the law and ethical behavior, and in this case, fiduciary responsibility, unquote. Well, here's my thoughts on the topic. Regardless of who's to blame, the funds are missing and may not be recovered. So how can investors avoid this type of catastrophe in the future? Well, first and foremost, verify and then trust. Yes, we often hear trust and then verify, but I would say don't trust, just verify. Just because the deal was on a large crowdfunding platform like CrowdStreet does not mean that the operators could be blindly trusted. Many real estate crowdfunding sites are just platforms for developers and syndicators to post their deals. CrowdStreet may or may not have performed due diligence, and it doesn't matter. If you're investing a few thousand dollars into a deal, maybe you don't need to research it as fully as if you were investing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because with just a few thousand dollars invested, perhaps you can afford to lose the money. But if you are investing tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars, you absolutely must vet the sponsor and the deal. This is why only accredited investors are allowed to invest in these kinds of opportunities, because they can afford to have third-party experts review the documents, like a CPA, 
an attorney, and an underwriter to perform the due diligence necessary. Someone on your team absolutely must understand the deal when investing that much money. And two, all investments have inherent risk. That's why they're investments and not guaranteed. And that is why you should always diversify and not put too much money in any one deal. Even a well-underwritten deal can go sideways when there's challenges like a global pandemic that shut down the entire economy and caused massive supply chain issues, or interest rates tripling in a year. Anything can happen, so why not spread your money out? And finally, make sure you know exactly where your money is going. Escrow accounts were created for that purpose, to protect your money. At least in the sense that the escrow company will ensure that the funds go to where they're supposed to go, at the closing table. Well, you can find out more about how to invest responsibly as a Real Wealth member, and is free to join. Just go to newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.